welcome to How How You You Been, Been. the limited series podcast sponsored solely by DoorDash. DoorDash is an amazing app where you can get all your favorite local restaurants, chains, and even grocery store items delivered right to your door. Speaking of, do you want tacos? I would love tacos. Perfect. I'll order from DoorDash. Speaking of something I would love, uh, I would love for you to enjoy this conversation that we had with our uh, long-lost buddy, Connor Franta. (sighs) We talked to him about his foyer into the world of photography uh, and how how actually uh, intense and cool it has been for him and how he, you know, motivates someone to feel beautiful in front of the camera. We also talk about what it's like to be one of the contributing factors to the uh, legendary idea of a content house. And we also just see like uh, what he does in his free time. He's got some sourdough starters, but does he have any bread finishers? Wow. So let's ask Connor Franta. How, how you, you been? I don't see how that's any of your business. <laughs> Right I now. love it because you are so subtly sassy all the time and it's unexpected, but it's also like a warm hug at the same time. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> how, if, how dare you? I know, see? There it is. <laughs> no, but it's true. If you were in the drag race workroom, I would call you the sass assassin because oh. you don't see it coming and all of a sudden like yeah. broken yeah. neck from the sass of yeah. it all. Yeah. It's the it's the it's the perfect um uh, it's where my Minnesotan meets my Californian. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, oh, there you go. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. The hybrid you have really, truly developed. Yes. Um, speaking of places that aren't California, recently you've been on a road trip, right? Can you talk? Oh, yes. A- can you talk about this at all or just give like the, you know, broad I strokes? can give you not necessarily the reason I was on the road trip because it was okay. for work related that isn't released. But gotcha. I can say, yes, I have been using the pandemic as a a means to get in my car and get the hell out of California. Love so it. I drove um, to San Francisco and then up to the coast of Portland and that, or to the coast of Oregon and then to Portland. Um, <gasps> wow. And that is the third time I've done that solo. And that that exact all by yourself? trip? Not that exact trip, but trips of like 20 hours by myself. <laughs> wow. Now, was that, because it's happening, you know, after being in quarantine for so long, was that helpful or was mm. that hurtful? Because <laughs> that's just, it's just like you're by yourself in quarantine with just your brain. And this is like, it's just gonna be me and my brain, but we'll be on the road. Right. So let's see. Yes, exactly. I know it's it's kind of it's really confronting at first. Yeah. You're like, how do I sit with just myself in a new location? It was hard enough to yes. sit with myself in my own location, totally. but I kind of like I kind of like challenging myself in that way. Um, so it's it's uncomfortable for the first few days, and then you kind of find this peace in mm. your own company that I really enjoy. So do you yeah. talk to yourself a lot? Oh, so much. Okay. Like, because I get to a point where I don't realize that I've been making up musicals or like I've just been telling someone off who's not even a real person. Yes. Yes. Every time. Yeah. The other day. It's a full sitcom sitcom up in there. The other day when I saw that Bethany Frankel was going after Meghan Markle online, I had a full conversation with myself (laughs) as to what I would say to her if I heard her say that in person. And um, yeah, I just, you know, you live your fantasy. It's an episode of what would you do? You're you're pretending you're in the booth at the restaurant. Exactly. (laughs) Would you stand up to the racist? Would you? I would like to think I would. Everyone would like to think they would. That's why the show is so compelling. That's Mm -hmm. true. Is because your actions speak louder than your words. Now, I have a question because did they not think when they were naming that show... 
There was already a hit show on Nickelodeon hosted by right. Mark Summers called What Would You Do in the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> this is this, I kind of this is this is unpack there. We haven't talked to you <laughs> in, a lot going on there. We haven't spoken in okay. years, but this Sorry. is what we need your hot no, take on. No, no, no. I'm focusing back on Connor. Connor. I expected nothing less than this wormhole. <laughs> we told you two minutes. We told you that we don't know how to do this, but no. we're just trying to have a fun time and you don't have to be nervous no. at all. No. Okay, back to you. Uh-huh. Road trip. <laughs> Please, back to the important thing. Right? <laughs> Jesus. Well, no, I know you're like super into music and mm. all that, but are you like, are you an audible person? Are you music? Are you podcast? Like what on those long stretches, how do you keep it going besides, you know, fake conversations of telling people off? Yeah. Well, I mean, I get my first book free when I use audible.com slash Connor. So obviously wow. audible. <laughs> Kidding. You know, fantastic. They it's, drive it's me. I don't have a code anymore, I so I will be using it. <laughs> I don't know if I have one as of this year either, so fuck you. Uh, it's. <laughs> I hate that I'm still a customer. I know. Uh, no, I'm a podcast guy. I um, oh. I always tweet out ahead of time, like, what's the new podcast? What's everyone listening to? Mm. Um, because music after a while just kind of gets boring. It's like you're not I even, agree. I don't even know how I could fill 20 hours with music, frankly. No, wow. yeah, I know it's, I know I've been listening to music too long when I'm like, Am I listening to fucking classical? Like, yes. I, like oh. just because I don't want to have to hear lyrics anymore? Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. want to not think about how much my ass hurts. Like, true. <laughs> I think and is, then I get is, in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on a Tuesday. Right? My good memory impression. Yeah. Um, well, okay. In speaking of like, one of the things I'm most curious about you that I don't think we've ever gotten to talk about like one-on-one is you mm-hmm. diving into photography, Yes, which must be one, incredibly interesting and fulfilling creatively, but two, in a pandemic, I'm sure that's the one thing you can't really maintain anymore. I found a way. I found okay. a way. Tell us, because I've seen all those magazine covers where it's like, Drew Barrymore shot this herself over Zoom, and I'm like, we can tell. Yeah. <laughs> we can fucking tell. Right, and I'm like, I don't know if we're problem solving, like, in a pandemic, or if we're just being asked as an audience to take down our taste levels right? and go, well, that is artistic, I guess. Yeah. It has met the point where you're like, oh, we could have done it this low quality the whole time, whole and it would have exactly. been fine. Whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I am. Yeah, yeah, I've really gotten into photography over the years. And during naturally during the pandemic, I was like, great, that dream's crushed. But (laughs) I started pitching to magazines. I'm like, well, a safe way to do it would be just one on one outside. Mm. Um, You know, obviously more than six feet away. You can't really take a photo that close anyway. So I was your lens like. (laughs) I'm like a nature photographer (laughs) Actually the celebrity doesn't even know I'm photographing them (laughs) Uh, That's a great concept You're like just put on your makeup and take a walk I would watch that hidden camera show Totally I'm like I'll I'll be there on a Tuesday But you won't know when (laughs) You won't know where The photo will be taken That's actually a great pitch for a series Anyway I digress But how did you get into it in the first place I mean obviously we're old buds from youtube and whatnot and so we're very good at taking pictures of our own faces to try to further our career but like when did you go you know what i'd like to turn the camera around Mm, and have like the guts to pursue that (laughs) because like it seems like a very intimidating industry to me 
It is. It's it's not dissimilar from like the fashion industry where it, people are kind of ruthless in it in a way. So yeah. I did feel naked for the longest time of like, I don't even know the terminology. I know right. how to take a photo, but I, sometimes someone will ask me a question and I'll be like, the ISO. <laughs> like it's just something strange that I'm like, so it's confused. a little bit over my yeah, it's a yeah. little over my head. <laughs> like, uh, but no, I am. Um, I've always been taking photos. It was one of those things where I'd realized had been. It's probably my most my most outstanding hobby. The thing I've done the longest. Um, mm-hmm. Ever since I was eight years old, I would take my dad's camera and just run around the backyard taking photos, and oh, then cool. I would submit them to the Houston County Fair. Really? Wow. Oh yeah, and I would win a blue ribbon. <gasps> wow. <laughs> wow! So you were an award-winning photographer before you even age. got into YouTube. You can add that to my Wikipedia any day of the Seriously. week. Seriously, <laughs> an award-winning. Yeah, yeah. No, genuinely, it's it's been my it's been the thing I've done the longest. Um, so I I even yeah I got to like the state fair and everything, the Minnesota State Fair, which is infamous. Wow. Um, but yeah, I so I had always done it, and it was one of those things where I'm like, why am I not making this a part of my career? Why have I? Right. Oh, to a certain yeah. extent, it can it still feels like a hobby, but I'm like, if I enjoy it that much, why am I not doing it more often? Right. So no, I it, think you've crossed the threshold from hobby when you have magazine covers. Yeah, well, that's what I'm so curious about is that you come in as this like, you know, influencer YouTube person. Did you feel any intimidation of people like not taking you seriously in that world? Definitely. I get the question a lot. I get that yeah. question a lot of like, when, like the, when did you get into this? Almost assuming that I got into mm-hmm. it because of that. Right. But right. let me tell you, the fashion and the photography world could give a shit. They couldn't give any shits right. that I have a YouTube following. They really? don't yeah. care. Um, with anything, it's more like, that's not cool. We don't want to work with you. Right. So it's been pretty tough to get opportunities. But um, I had a friend who worked for a few magazines um, in his past. So I was like, how do I do this? Help me in mm. any way. Like, tell me who to, to, to who to schmooze. What, what, right. what are the right things? How do I set up a portfolio, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, it took a few years, but, but I started cool. getting opportunities. What's been your favorite gig? If or... You most awkward gig that you can remember because I just I feel like the whole kit and caboodle of like fashion photography especially like you really have to buy into this fantasy Mm -hmm. and I have too much sarcasm sometimes to let myself like really go in that world so I can only imagine I guess I'm projecting I can only imagine how (laughs) awkward I would be yeah no but you you. you can see it though it's it's a really intimate process of looking at someone through a camera lens because you really do see all of their insecurities um in a very vulnerable way like even like you just said some people like really ham it up and i'm like oh it's because they don't know how to act serious necessarily in front of the camera so usually before the shoot i ask what persona they're trying to uh, show to the world or like what's the message they want to give off do they like it's totally fine to give off a comedic vibe but do you want to look serious do you want to look sexy do you want to look confident like what what do you want out of this shoot and then I try to get them there that's I think that's really nice fantastic because I've definitely gone into a shoot before and been like I kind of want some of these me to actually look attractive yeah but being like they want my eyes crossed right (laughs) I was, listening, Amy, I was listening to an Amy Poehler podcast the other day and she said the same thing. She's like, just because I'm a comedian doesn't mean I don't want to look gorgeous. Stop putting right? pudding on my face. <laughs> That's exactly correct. Yeah. All oh, that pudding now, portfolio. You got to get your shots. Now, in all that seriousness, do you 
do you do the thing where you say things behind mm. the camera of like you got this you're looking Worth good it. that's gorgeous. perfect gorgeous gorgeous it's yes. such a weird thing because it does come across like i never want to come across like it's it, like i'm just saying it because i'm saying it or be right. or that it's almost embarrassing to say it but yeah sometimes yeah. i'll they'll do just like the exact right thing and i'm like fuck you're pretty like i'm just like <laughs> I just need that on a keychain where you press the button just to like psych myself. Wow. Like you get mad. How no, good like genuinely it. I'm like, oh my God, you just got it. Like that, it was right Stunning. there. Mm-hmm. Wow. That so much. That's so, and honestly, that would, that kind of like a, you know, feedback I think would be helpful me for me. Like a, a very confusing and surprised reaction. Yeah, a, a yeah. guttural reaction yeah. to I what I'm doing. I had a shoot the other day where I was genuinely, there were some shots that just like when you finally catch your rhythm, like you do anything creatively, all of a sudden I was just like, oh my God, these are great. Like these are great. Uh, I can't wait to edit these. I'm so excited. Like it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> you, I feel like you probably bring the best vibes to a set. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, hope so. Your whole thing is good vibes. Mm-hmm. I always wonder, first of all, how do you describe your aesthetic? Ooh. Oh, that's tough. I've, I've, I feel like over the years I've been dubbed as some, some sort of le- thought leader in the aesthetic world. Like sure. I feel like I always get that I have a good aesthetic, but I, I don't know what to describe it. I just know what, what looks good and what I like and I just do it. I never yeah. am going for a certain Okay. Emotion right. or visual style. It just kind of happens. It's always is... very peaceful. Yeah. And there's something very calming about it. Yeah. But, but there's I guess also effortless is yeah. what I go for in a way. It Even though there's feel a lot overworked. of effort. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You're the duck gliding on the water and the legs underneath are going fucking ape shit. <laughs> I, I am genuinely the I woke up like this, but I'm wearing a ball gown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I love no, because I feel like your aesthetic, and I mean this as a compliment is basic in a good way what not basic bitch i guess i mean like classic we're gonna have to find a synonym for you you're in front of like a white house with a gorgeous like rust sweater and and a house plant and me and grace are in front of the gay eye of Sauron, and i'm wearing bananas and she's wearing an alien yeah you know like Like, there's um there's something that's a little like we could be um, considered overworked in our aesthetic sometimes. <laughs> right. And yours, like you said, it's very effortless, but thoughtful at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Ours looks like we panicked last minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, ours looks like we are in a drag race 30 second grab something out of the dumpster yeah. challenge. There you go, there you go, there you go. Versus I'm like Naomi Smalls and I yes. just have like, uh, I just have a tube top on. Yeah, yeah. a little piece but it's of fashion, tin foil. But, make it, but fashion. it looks great. Yeah, um, no, I go. I I appreciate color and symmetry, so I'm always going for like a, a really small pop of color, but everything to be super s- symmetrical and even mm. and perfect. So there's always like the perfect amount of space around me, but there's always like someone told me the other day they're like, you always have one leaf that's perfectly yeah. there in every shot, and I'm like, oh, I see, I know, I know, <laughs> I know that leaf. You're is not there. telling me anything surprising, yeah, yeah. honey. It's she was she was simplicity. paid. She was paid her day rate. That leaf was paid a day rate. Right, totally. Okay, so we know the photography, but also you've written two books, mm-hmm. and then uh, Grace, you mentioned him saying somewhere the road trip he was doing some writing. Am I making? This oh, up? but we might not be able to say that. We might well, not want I to could just say away. I was writing, but who knows yeah. what for, when, okay. or anything. Okay. okay, so you're not so you're not going to disclose uh, things you're working on. I'm which not I in understand. liberty to discuss this. At Love all. it. Ooh. Love it. Okay. <laughs> the, 
Wow. <laughs> Even his plead the fifth was is, like dramatic and yeah. engaging. It's like venomous and covered in honey at the same time. <laughs> we will be, t- you'll be talking to my agent after this call. <laughs> Truly, this whole. Truly, I'll do it. I need someone to talk to. <laughs> um, okay. You, we saw recently that you did a live stream for charity with the original members of O2L. I always want to say D2L, but that's not correct. <laughs> really? Yeah, my, that's my online learning system. That Down I, to learn. <laughs> that's D- literally, yeah, I think, what it stands for. But yeah. uh, O2L, I wonder, mm. what do you feel like uh, being part of the responsibility uh, for starting the idea of content houses? Oh, that's a, a little shade to someone. Uh, we had a little beef. I've had some beef this year, ladies. Have online. you? Oh. Well, in in that realm of people just randomly coming for me, and I'm really? like, I'm like, I'm minding my own goddamn business. <laughs> yeah, I've grown up. I'm, well, I'm I am peaceful here. Don't you dare step into my home. What were I, they um, upset about? Well, that was one of them. Is like people randomly claiming property over content houses and we're like excuse Who gives me a shit? <laughs> yeah well i know that's why i was like i was like what and then like getting in fights about it. either way yep. it doesn't it doesn't actually sounds bother like me. a very it's... content house kind of reaction oh yes you know um, like who cares to yeah so yeah no the live stream was amazing we finally that was the first time we had all gotten together in like like essentially since we had broken up because wow. i i like a lot of I mean, I, I like a lot of things. Once you break your, it's like a relationship. When you break up from it, you need some distance to of see it course. clearly. So the longer I was away from it, the more clearly I saw that experience. Especially considering I was like coming out at the time and coming right. into myself in a way that it was just so hard to go back to that mentality by being yeah. around all of them. Yeah. With, so we finally were just like, this would be a great way to. Um, lift people up during a really difficult year because we yeah. had so many of our fans that just were having a rough time. We we're like, oh, this would be a, this is the perfect time. This would be a great surprise. It'd be a fun event. Um, we could r- raise some money. It'd be it'd be really exceptional. So we put it together. JC Kalen and, and I um, were kind of like the thought leaders behind it all. And nice. JC JC's a Twitch god, so he set up all of our systems for us, and wow. we raised thirty. $35,000 in three hours. Holy That's shit. fucking awesome. So cool. So cool. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. And what was it like? I mean, I fully respect and understand like the idea of a very uh, complex and layered time in your life of like, I need some space to appreciate this again because mm-hmm. I have to walk through a, a lot of the layers that I didn't realize were happening at this same time. Yeah. Uh, so it must have felt nice to see everyone again. Yeah, I mean, we've behind the scenes and everything. We you know, we we text all the time and we see each other one on one, but we'd never done any sort of public reunion. So it was nice to finally be able to revisit that and think of it as nothing but good times. Um, That's great. And to feel, yeah, it was so. I mean, and now like it's it's like I'm walking down memory lane every day in a weird right. way where you're really like soaking in that nostalgia. So it's yeah. it's great. I miss I miss that that mental space in a weird way. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, people don't think you hang out unless they see it on camera. Yes. I people know. are constantly just like, "What happened to you guys?" Will- and you're like, "We're f- <laughs> we had dinner last night." And, yes. um, it's impossible yes. for people to believe that anything that uh, happens online there's uh, more things that happen right. to the person. Totally. But that's okay. That's my that's other question for you. That's a great segue. I, <laughs> one, have I always respected your aesthetic completely? And two, I've always respected that you have been completely authentic and transparent online while still maintaining an obvious private mm-hmm. life, like an obvious mm. life that exists offline. 
is that a conscious choice for you to create those kind of boundaries of what you put online versus what you keep for yourself? Yeah, I don't know at what point I, I made that decision, but it, it was a clear um, path that I walked down. At some point, I just realized I, I needed to kind of separate myself from it to have yeah. to have myself and understand myself and appreciate mm-hmm. myself. And I'm so glad I did because I can see how you can get so lost in it all and right, to the point totally. where... I think that's when people kind of crash and burn and they're like, I've been doing this for so many years and I don't even know who I am anymore. Totally. Um, so yeah, a lot of thought goes into it and I think I finally have a really good balance of both at the moment. Did you forget that one thing at the store? Now you can get snacks, drinks, and household essentials in 30 minutes with DoorDash. DoorDash connects you with restaurants you love right now and right to your door. And now you can get the grocery essentials you need with DoorDash too. Get drinks, get snacks, and other household items delivered in under an hour. I sound like I could use some sort of um, throat coat. Perhaps I should consult my DoorDash. Ordering is easy. You open the DoorDash app, you choose what you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with the contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. Uh, You wouldn't believe, but about 12 hours ago, I actually used DoorDash to order Cheesecake Factory. Hence, you know, maybe why I sound like this this morning. And for a limited time, you guys can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code HH. Y-B. That's 25% off up to $10 in value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code H-H-Y-B. Don't forget code H-H-Y-B for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change. Terms apply. Okay, but however, you've kind of been able to hold that line even when you were doing O2L and you were pretty young, which Grace and I were laughing before we got on here because I was oh, like, yeah. we were definitely friends with Connor when he was a teenager and we were too old to be. <laughs> yeah. And I but remember old soul. I remember going to the O2L house to do a oh, Grace's went. Faces episode with, I think, oh, Kean and Ricky and taking a tour of your house. I remember that. I remember being, that. Yeah, and being like, Connor is different than the rest of these boys based on just how you keep your space you know like it's very you learn so much from people on how they keep their space and then Grace came home and told me about it and I was like I need to sit those boys down and tell them to save their money yeah (laughs) this house is too big this house is too big (laughs) no we were in Encino so we were saving money but we also but no I've had those conversations with them too I've always been the dad of the group I've always been the dad of all my friend groups and I'm like are you are you investing are you (laughs) have you paid your taxes exactly (laughs) so uh, getting back to that keeping the line of privacy like was that ever a conversation you had to have with your parents like the idea of putting yourself up there and your parents being like we support you and now you're living in a house (laughs) with all these kids and you know what I mean like people still some in high school yeah like where was was there like a deal made with your folks like as did they know I don't embarrass myself <laughs> yeah did like, they have I'm any idea no, my parents have always been really I mean they're the most supportive people in the world they're they're one of those that they don't I'm so thankful that like my siblings my parents none of them have any sort of um they, they've never wanted any online fame they've never asked mm-hmm. any like intrusive questions they've always just been mm. there to support me 
so they've never really cared necessarily what I'm putting out as long as it seems like I'm keeping some integrity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just some, just a little bit. Just there have been a, a few shred. videos that have been out there. Yeah, just a shred. <laughs> uh, maybe when I was like shoveling food down my face for views or putting cinnamon in my mouth, then that was a little bit much. But yeah, been there. But no, yeah, they've been they've been great about it. They they've always understood that. So I don't know. I think it. I really do think it has something to do with. Um, nurture versus nature it's something that's always been taught to me whether Mm -hmm. i I knew it or not and i just always wanted to be modest and keep some of my life to myself oh man i wish i had some of that that's yeah i mean (laughs) give me some of that that's a course that you should teach to want to be content creators before they get to you know overboard on everything totally um we've seen that you're into bread i was just gonna okay um, I got my sourdough starter in the back. Okay, over there. let's talk about let's it. Let's talk. Sorry, we <laughs> saved the most personal questions for close to the end. <laughs> I love the it. real question. Yeah. Well, because I saw your sourdough, and then Grace said you just made bagels. Just which made bagels. I saw, or interest. like a month ago or something. Yep, sourdough bagels. We're making sourdough pizza crusts. Uh, everything. And this is a pandemic project, right? Were you doing bread before we had to stay inside? Yes. No, it was it was right in the very beginning. I feel mm. like I was right in the beginning of that let's bake everything trend. And mm. then all of a sudden it was like everyone was baking and then yes. I felt less special and yeah. it was a little bit sad. But I got good at it. I was really shocked that I w- was able to because um, the way that, you know, the bread is actually good is the the crumb, the crust of it, as well as the air bubbles within it. Okay. So when you cut down the bread and you see lots of like bubbles, mm-hmm. um, that's how, you know, you've had a really active starter and the bread has been activated and you've properly let the bread rise to the right amount. So like there's this whole science behind it that I'm not doing justice to. But when you cut open that final loaf after like waiting 24 hours of, wow. of letting it rest and folding it and baking it. You can see if you did a good job. See, but that's wow. what makes me nervous is I had, because, you know, I'm super into cooking. I'm not right. into baking, but I love yes. cooking. And I had several people offer me their sourdough starter. And the way it sounds, it felt like a Tamagotchi. Like, yeah. I was like, I have to take care of this. And I know it's not a lot of work, but, like, I don't need to kill another thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, and the I pressure. thought the same I thought the same exact thing because all these YouTube tutorials were like, you need to feed it every 24 <laughs> hours or it will die. It I will die. I don't need to Murder. be presented with my uh, maternal like no. inefficiencies right? in bread form. But so my brother, my brother's a really good baker as well. And he had, I just learned from proxy with him that he, he keeps like the tiniest amount. He just lets it sit on the counter for weeks and then he uses it. And it's totally fine. It's one of those mm. things where you realize that like nature is resilient and mm. bacteria ain't going to die. That's it's for goddamn sure. If, as soon as you give it any food, it's going to bloom and you're going to do it. Like it's, it's fine. You could wow. let that thing sit for months and it would come back to life. Do you have any baking goals you haven't achieved yet? Oh my god. Or are you just kind of like, I know how to make a good sourdough. <laughs> how many hours done, do done. we have? What a question. Because we are really... both British Bake Off like fiends. Mm-hmm. So, you the know, best. Do, do you have that, like, well, one day my cinnamon I... rolls or what have yeah. you? <laughs> They'll be award winning. Mary uh-huh. Berry, Mary Berry, I'll get uh-huh. the handshake from Paul. Uh-huh. Talking about him, baby. Uh, I, I mean, not really. I feel like one of those things, it's one of those things where I just want to keep trying more and more difficult recipes. Like I would really love to make a difficult croissant with all those layers and the folding. Yeah. I mean, French patisserie is so difficult. So I would love to, to give that a real go. 
But it has. I'm I'm shocked at how much you you just learn without realizing it. I'll watch the the Great British Bake Off and someone's pastry will fall, and I'm like, Ugh, they took it out of the oven too soon. They took uh, it out of the oven too soon. The heat and the the chemistry and both. And I'm like, how do I even know this? Yes, it just happens. I would say that Connor Franta is a croissant, and that you are a classic. But so many layers. She's trying to make like, up for calling you basic. I am. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> it's working. Um, this is going to be the worst reveal, but Connor, would you like to play a game? Oh, yes. Let's oh, do yeah. It. Okay. Well, here's the thing. When you Google you, it says, what comes up? It says you're from Wisconsin. Bitch, what a lie. So literally, I just looked and checked and I I looked up. I, I was, was like, born in Wisconsin, but I only lived there for like a couple months. So, oh my God. I created so a whole entire game based Mamrie on makes, Wisconsin. Yeah. Mamrie makes games um, that are relevant That's to the interests or life of our guest. And so Mamrie's made a game for you today based on the fact that you are from Wisconsin. We were trying Let me to- guess. Does it have something to do with like the sin in Wisconsin? You're no. a pun queen. No, no. I, it was pop whiz instead Ooh. of yeah, and it was just like Wisconsin facts, <laughs> which I think would be equally fun yeah. to play. You know, cheese. It's all your, cows. You're we'll from learn. yeah, you're from Minnesota, which God is you know a neighbor of Wisconsin. Do you have yeah. any hard and fast feelings about the state before we begin? Well, Minnesota is superior in every way. Damn. But I also, I lived on um, the border. I lived like right next to the Mississippi River. So I was equally in Wisconsin and Minnesota. Okay, like, we, like we you could with drive. Philly. What's that? Yes. Like you with Philly. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you could work so, in the next state. But I always felt better in Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, trust me. I just, on the sly, I tried to Google like, soda slogans like to try to change the game and then i was like besides obey your thirst i don't know the fun fact is we call it pop 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 how sweet there we go go. well we're all gonna learn a little more i would like i don't know any of these answers so i'll play along as someone who's equally not from wisconsin literally in the first 30 seconds we were like you're so nice you're like it's the minnesota in me and i was like oh i saw no. if we rewind the tape you and will that's see that's when mamory realized she done literally see the moment that Mamrie, i felt mamory look at me and i was like i'm not gonna break eye contact with connor i'm not gonna let him know that we have a secret <laughs> now <laughs> i was like oh fuck, fuck larry dave larry yes. david pops out <laughs> uh, all right well i've got a couple questions and you know what our listeners will leave here yeah. knowing a lot about Connor and the state he doesn't hail from. Well, yeah, I'll, That's okay. I'll play too. <laughs> it's fine. And see if we can see who wins this. Okay, first okay. question. Okay. Which of these was not invented in Wisconsin? Okay. The blender, the ice cream sundae, or the thigh master? I Ooh. feel like this is a trick question and it's not the ice cream sundae because Ooh. of dairy in Wisconsin, but maybe I'm wrong and I'm thinking too much. I feel like I dated a guy from Wisconsin when I was much younger and when I went out to visit his family took us for like ice cream sundaes and so I'm gonna say that that's gonna be there I'm gonna go with blender is not invented in Wisconsin I have this strong urge that blender is okay I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna go the curveball here ice cream okay. sundaes were not okay you guys are both wrong. Thighmaster Thigh wasn't. Master. I oh. threw in a curveball and you goddamn well, swung see, at it. I thought then that explain, it was... <laughs> then explain the tree trunks that people walk around right? with. Right? Well, Truly. I thought that there was like their uh, 
invention to counterbalance the fact right. that they invented ice cream sundaes. No, they invented ice cream sundaes and the blender, mm. which inherently makes a great mudslide. Okay. Wow. Delicious. Wow. wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Y'all bitches are so fake. What iconic blonde beauty hails from Willows, Wisconsin? Oh, um, Trixie. No. Trixie Mattel? No. <gasps> that Trixie is a Mattel. great idea. It's Barbie. Oh, the character oh, Barbie which, is supposed to be from Wisconsin, but also Trixie wow. Mattel. It all makes sense. I know. I was like, yes. it's Trixie for sure, because she collects Barbies she and Mattel. Okay, yeah. but Milwaukee's still, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, wow, we're learning uh, about Trixies. Wow. I Barbie hailed from Wisconsin. Willow's wow. Wisconsin, which is funny because, like, whenever you've mm. heard Barbie talk on anything, she should have that thick accent right she, she should yeah yeah has she oh ever my gosh. had oh a my job gosh. as a milkmaid or don't anything? you know i don't know if she's <laughs> as mass marketable doing like oh my gosh i'm yeah, the mom from bobby's world yeah. um okay wisconsin likes to be the capital of a lot of things they have lots of cities or the capitals of this capitals of that mm-hmm. and with all the cheese eaten there grace would need to stay in green bay which is the capital of with all, uh, Which is the blank capital of the world. Green oh, Bay. blank capital of the world. I was like, um, um, <laughs> Lactose? Green Bay. Well, I, that's why I mean, that's what, because so Piece I think together. Green Bay is the Packers, the football right. team. The Packers mm-hmm. are cheeseheads. Right. I don't know if that just means it's Wisconsin. So Green Bay is the capital of a cheese capital of the world. Well, cheddar cheese. Green Bay is the toilet paper capital of the world. Wow. Do you? Do you want to know how that makes total sense to me? Yes, I absolutely do, Connor. I absolutely do. Wisconsin is full of paper mills. Oh, which always smell bad. That's so that's as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, my God, the smells of Wisconsin. Like I can smell it. It's like sulfury. We used to travel for swim meets um, because I was an avid swimmer. And you would drive to certain towns. You'd be like, oh, that's the stinky one. You'd be like, that's the stinky paper mill town. So I was bet it was Green Bay. Yeah. They're the, making toilet paper. They made the okay. I looked it up and they made the first splinter free toilet paper. And I'm like, at one point we had the <laughs> risk of getting a splinter on our butthole. <laughs> wow. That was an invention and not just like how we wow. did it. Sounds like game. a flaw in the invention right at the beginning. Right? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'll do a couple more. Since okay. Connor's from Minnesota. <laughs> This This state don't give a fuck. Wisconsin, as known as the blank state. It doesn't give a fuck. Wisconsin is known as known as the. Oh gosh. Um, They don't give a fuck. The. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm trying to. Yeah, the passive uh, aggressive state. I know. Right? That's why I'm like, the, like isn't like the, mil- it's like midwestern the, nice is also is just passive aggressive. That's more southern, the, but. Here. The state of pride. It's the pride. badger state. I was trying to be like, oh. badger don't give a fuck. Oh, gotcha. But here's the fun yeah. fact. It's not based on the animal. It's what they called miners back in the day. Like they would mine wow. and they'd hang and they'd sleep in little places they called badger dens. Anyway, okay. you'll never use that fact. Interesting. <laughs> My mind immediately went to like people under the age 18. I know. Oh, you yeah. a badger? It's known as the minor state. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> just like, like booked a ticket. All these pervs booked tickets <laughs> immediately. There's just abandoned vans everywhere. They sleep where? All together? <laughs> In case? In case. <laughs> okay, two more. Doesn't sound far off. Uh, Go on. No. Nope. <laughs> 
Y'all are so funny. Wisconsin <laughs> is actually the birthplace of the satirical newspaper that ha- will have you cry laughing. The Onion. The Onion. Got it. Killed it. Hey. The yeah. Onion was invented by two college kids in Wisconsin. Wow. I know. I'm also, it's taken like four questions, but I'm now also like now on your train of thinking here. <laughs> this is I what happens. Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> some of the games that Mamrie has are real hits and some of them uh, we learn in real time. Right. <laughs> Truly, we did almost got hoying and he just left more confused. Oh, no. Okay. One last Sweetheart. one. Sweetheart. According to this website that I read, Wisconsin is the only state to have this as its state instrument. The um, triangle. Oh my God, that'd be so funny. That would be. He'd be like, we're simple. That we're would simple. Be, and we're kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you like us in small doses. Well, yeah. this it this is kind of annoying. Uh, I would instrument. say trombone. I tried to get you with according. It's the accordion. Wow. Oh, okay. there we go. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I think okay. it's very, because they also have like lots that of bratwurst. I feel like it's a big Polish community. Yeah. You know what I mean? German. It is. That's me. Um, but also not to bring up Trixie Mattel, but she plays the accordion. That's right. Yeah. You guys, I love that this has just become let's learn about Trixie we Mattel's have, background yeah, and why her whole alter ego is like this. Who are you rooting for on UK season two and Drag Race season 13? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. We well, could talk for another half. Bibbidi Boolash. Yeah. I'm team yes. Bibbidi Boolash. Big, big mm-hmm. fan of mm-hmm. uh, after the most recent episodes. Yes. yes. I'm more oh, yes. in her camp than Lawrence, who I was originally in big time. Even yes, though I think same. they're going to give it to Lawrence, I just feel like I heard Tyler and Corey talking about this. They're giving her a winner's edit this whole. You guys, we don't anyway. know when this is coming out, but also, like, true, if true. you're only listening to how you've been, you're only getting half the story. <laughs> this is where we now <laughs> promote our drag race. <laughs> Wait, no. I've been tucked this whole time. <laughs> Connor, we absolutely uh, adore you. So even though we trust what the internet tells us about you, I'm glad we had <laughs> the opportunity to set our records yeah, straight. Yeah, like he really things. does separate his online persona. He's got a fake birthplace. Yeah, yeah. I'm but a humble boy from Wisconsin. <laughs> well, Connor, where can people find what you want them to find yeah, call, of you on the internet? Um, I'm I'm Connor Franta across the board, but honestly, go check out my photography page. Others by me, others by me, um, and then go clickety clack on over to Common Culture because I'm dropping some new stuff over there too as well. Nice, so exciting! All so right, cool. clickety clack. Never said those words together in my life. Hey, <laughs> that's gonna be like that'll the- be your drag like motto. Yeah, yeah. Clickety clack. I already have the name. I already have the name and everything. Oh my but god, that's a story for another podcast. Okay, we'll <laughs> save we it go. then. Oh Thank you, Connor. It was so nice to hear. How, How you been? been? Bye. Wow. What I a mean, delightful guy. He only gets sweeter with age. Ooh. That's our tacos. We'll see you guys next time on another episode of How, How You, you been? been? Perfect. <laughs> Great. <laughs>